The following is a presentation of Foosball Radio. It's Foos Talk Live. You talking to me? Compelling and lively banter. Are you going to talk to us? Talking foosball. Foosball was how I measured my value as a man. You took that away. Players and fans, promoters and pros, unedited and raw. Talk, talk, talk. Living in the moment. We have a lot of important things to talk about. All while practicing social distancing. Cool. We'll talk. No big whoop. Let's get this thing started. Foos Talk Live. Hi, this is Tom Robinson, and I want to personally thank our Patreon pillars for their support of Foosball Radio and Foos Talk Live. Here's a Patreon shout-out to Mike Veit, also Rob Cutler, Ernie Bischoff, James Sparky Castillo, Alicia Bilges, Christina Fuchs, Carl Fleischer, Jay Teal, Brian Schmidt, Cameron Burrows, Jimmy Love, Dwayne Stewart, Judy Schober, Reed Rector, Mike Green, Adam Gilson, and our friends from the 716 Buffalo Foosball Club. Thank you. Your support brings continued and expanding content from Foosball Radio as we cover the greatest sport on earth. Visit patreon.com forward slash foosball radio to find out how to become a foosball radio Patreon. Foos Talk Live is brought to you by Original Leonhardt. The Leonhardt Tournament Model is the most popular foosball table at the ITSF World Cup. Designed and handcrafted in Germany, order online and have it delivered to your door. Visit www.original-leonhardt-usa.com and use promo code FOOSTALK to save 10% off your purchase price. And here we are. Live on Foos Talk Live. It's episode number 197. Hey there, I'm Tom Robinson, and uh, we call it Murphy's Law. What can go wrong? So, uh, and tonight we're uh, we're going to be uh, chatting, of course, with uh, one of the one of the most winning ladies of late uh, when it comes to uh, the recent foosball tournaments like TKO. But of course, in the meantime, we're talking foosball. So uh, allow me to introduce a person who really loves to talk about foosball, no matter what. Uh, from the great state of Alabama, it is Randy Raposo. Hello, Randy. Hey, Tom. How are you today? You know, I'm doing well. How about yourself? You, you sound a little low energy. What's up with that? No, nah, man. It's. Um... Wow, yeah, no, I'm okay. I'm getting, I'm good, man. I, you know, uh, we had, we had some Chinese food today. Did you? And, uh, and I just, man, it just does something to me. So, oh, okay. I'm a fan of MSG, but it, you know, it's, mm. it just, it, it, t- it tastes so good, but it just oh. kind of, it wears me out. So does, does a number on you, huh? Mm. Yeah, yeah. 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 What's yeah. your, what's your favorite Chinese, uh, platter, by the way? I go General Sao's. Oh. Typically, oh, you like yeah. the spicy stuff. Okay, a uh, little general sauce with some mm-hmm. pork mm-hmm. fried rice. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, it took me, uh, sorry, it took me six years to find a place in Alabama. Um, so. I was just going to ask about that because you know yeah. uh, the Northeast is well known for great Chinese, but I'm just great wondering. Chinese. Yeah, um, yeah. What, it took what me a, six, six years. Six yeah. years. Wow. Six years. Is it yeah. is it close to where you live? Uh, yeah, this place is like, it's, it's actually funny because 
I, I tried places around Birmingham, which is like 30 minutes from my house. And I mm-hmm. worked my way down and I, I tried a bunch of different, and I got a little discouraged. And then this place is like less than 10, it's like right around the corner from my house. And I nice. just drove by one day. I saw it, it's a hole in the wall popped in and it was, awesome. I mean, literally just like home. So, nice. Very cool. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. yeah. We've yeah. we've uh, we've got a variety here, of course, in the Northeast. And there's one place that that just closed recently that really depressed us because it was so good. Mm-hmm. And it's you know they they they're now a Mexican restaurant. So uh, like, oh, yeah, plethora. Man. There's a plethora of those plethora of those here. You can't you know you you throw a rock and hit a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And my wife's a fan. I'm not a fan. I mean, I'll I'll eat it, but it just I got to eat it early because then I get all indigestion. I can't sleep. Oh, and, gotcha, you know, gotcha. Yeah and, yeah, and you know, and and that's the thing. Like foosball tournaments, you have to really be careful what you eat at a mm-hmm. foosball tournament because mm-hmm. man, it will jack you up. Oh so, yeah, uh, this is uh, this is well known among the yeah. uh, <laughs> the tour players. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. So speaking of tour players, we got a good one tonight, Tom. I'm oh, excited. We do indeed. Uh, Judy mm-hmm. Schober of the great state of Ohio is with us tonight to talk about uh, her her ventures at TKO and some other things going on. But before we get to that, we do want to mention that that uh, there was a lot of lot of playing going on this weekend. Uh, two of which, two tournaments in the Northeast. One of which was the Seven One Six Foosball Club and and the uh, the Buffalo Open. Uh, played in a place called Riverworks. looks looks like a massive uh, venue, and uh, they've got a got a lot of tables there. And I guess, uh, of course, uh, Matt McCrory and the guys uh, put this this whole thing on. And uh, what it looked like was uh, was uh, fantastic. I know Matt's going to have some pictures out as of tomorrow. And of course, simultaneously, very same day on Saturday, five oh eight did their thing at, uh, what was it? The Wicked Winter. Wicked Winter. Wicked was Winter. at Don Carlos. Yeah, Don... it was pretty good. Yeah, Fall River. Yeah. yeah, Fall River. Shout out to my buddy Matt Contois and his partner. I don't want to jack up his name, <laughs> but it's it's Garrett Boud. Boudet. Boud. Boudet. They won the draw. They won the draw. They beat, actually, Louis Pulowski and oh. Rob Marchinkowski. Wow. Yeah, uh, I think they had 19 teams in the draw. It, it was a good, nice. it was a good, uh, yeah, good turnout. And then um, New Hampshire had a really strong showing. Uh, Ken Donahue, Roger Demers won the bring. And then Stan Pulowski and Dave Johnson. Uh, Stan they and got Dave. Second. They're a yeah. tough team, those yeah. guys. Those two. Yeah, Eric Shea, Eric Shea, Rob Marchinkowski, third place. Uh, they, you know, good, good turnout, good day of foosball. Um, you know, John and the 508 guys did a really nice job. Yeah. So I'm proud of those guys. In um, South Dakota, they, they have their state championships going this weekend. On right now. Yeah, yeah, right now. Uh, Jake, Jacob Balcos, uh, if I'm correct, Jacob Balcos and Joe Rhodes won the winner's bracket of open doubles. So Ooh. that's that's a big one. Nice. Yeah. A lot nice. of good players out there, out there for that one. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm, it's it's great to see, and and of course, there's always it's always nice because it gives us something to chat about. But uh, regardless, you know, it's it this weekend is just chock a block in the Northeast, and of course, uh, elsewhere of some great foosball playing. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. let, let's uh, let's not delay the the inevitable here because, of course, uh, Judy Schober from Ohio is with us. Judy, Judy, can you hear us? I can. Yes. Thank you, you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, Judy, I just want to preface this by uh, saying that you and I had a conversation earlier today. And uh, if you happen to be a Patreon, uh, a, a Patreon supporter of Foosball Radio, thank you, first of all. But Judy, I know you're a big Patreon fan. And of course, you've, you've helped us out a great deal. And so today we did a quick experiment. It's a, it's a new feature that's coming out for the Patreons. Uh, it's called the Foosball Radio 
Patreon profile. And Judy is our first guest as a, as a Patreon profile. And uh, we, got a, we had a really nice chat today, didn't we, Judy? Yeah, it was great, Tom. We we uh, are we done chatting? I didn't. I don't know. We, did we ever finish that chat? I don't know. I think it kind of continued. It just it, it was uh, it, it kind of evolved. But uh, it's the better part of an hour, and uh, we're going to be putting that up on Patreon this week. Uh, so only the Patreons will be able to hear it. But we will eventually be putting out to the general public, the general uh, listening audience for Foosball Radio and Foostalk Live. So, but Judy, thank you so much for for doing that, and uh, of course supporting us through patreon we're we're uh we're a fledgling group here and we're well we're just trying to keep it alive and you are doing your utmost to make that happen yeah i think that um uh i wish i could support more uh you know than than just i mean i wish i knew other ways to support you you know because i have been listening now for years and years and um Mm. it's just uh it's just a, a wonderful Sunday night. Yeah. So here, here we are. It's a, it's a nice distraction, you know. And uh, despite the, 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 the technical gremlins we run into once in a while, we still manage to do this, you know, by hook or by crook. It's going to happen, you know. Uh, determination, what it's all about, and adjusting with, uh, with the conditions like you would with a f- good foosball match. So. Yeah, and you know, Tom, <laughs> I today we got on, and I could not get the camera working on my laptop. <laughs> So I I was doing some other things, shut it down, came back, and I was on. I oh. was waiting for you guys, and but you couldn't hear me, and you were spinning, and my camera was working, huh. and next thing you know, so now we're on our phone. So I hope this sounds okay. Sounds great. Um, but yeah, yeah, thanks thanks for uh, working working through that with me. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Uh, we will do whatever we can to help you as, because you're helping us. So there you go. Uh, yeah. No, Miss Judy, I, you know, you you do, if, you know, if I can just be honest, I, I personally feel like you do more than most. I don't think a lot of people know exactly how much you actually contribute to foosball. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you and I have talked, and I know you've only been playing for a few years, but I don't think a lot of people know this. Uh, but you actually volunteer for Inside Foos chopping up matches, correct? Yes, that's correct. So anybody that's subscribed to Inside Foos and enjoys watching matches, uh, when you see Miss Judy, make sure to thank her because when you get the whole Saturday, table one, Friday, table one, and then you go back in and you see the matches broken down with names and, and match, that's Miss Judy. She's doing all that work. So thank you, Miss Judy, because I, I appreciate not having to search through 12 hours of video to find the match. So, so thank you. Thank you. Um, and, and if I could ask, because I, again, I know you've only been playing for a few years. How exactly did you get into foosball? Well, I started out uh, as a child playing foosball, like so many of us. And, um, I mean, I was a teenager. Um, Probably saw the first foosball table at um, maybe our our high school. Mm. I remember we had a couple of them in our student center. And then um, one of uh, a friend of mine said, hey, come on down to an arcade and that was in the late 70s. So I played tournament soccer, and I played from, I want to say, probably 77, 78, and 79. Cool. So um, that was kind of the prime of, in in my mind, tournament soccer. I mean, mm. it was still going strong. Um, and, um, 
yeah, it was just it was just a great time. And then as I was telling Tom, 79 came around and I was out of high school and it was time to think about getting getting on with a career. So I went into restaurant management and there was no way working six or seven hour, uh, excuse me, six or seven days a week that I'd be able to play foosball. Mm-hmm. And so I, um, I opted for work and uh, went on and 40 years later, I pretty much retired, sold my house, downsized. And I said, well, I've been staying in touch with my childhood friends, Mark Vanetti, Lisa Pride. I've known since I was 12 years old. We were partners. We shared an apartment together for a while. Mm. We would stay in touch, and she'd be constantly, come on out, come on out. And so finally I went out, and the rest is history for the for the recent history. So Nice. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, you, you came out uh, a few years ago, started touring, and you started having success – right away so you know did you you know how long before you hit your first tournament were you playing local foosball did you get a table and start practicing like can you kind of walk us through coming back if you could sure uh in january of 2019 i um i went up to our local which um tim literal who's part of uh the arnold he's the chairman of the arnold which hopefully we'll be able to talk about tonight sure he um yeah we have five tables he has five tables in the bowling alley uh bar and so i went up there and um just started playing which was every Friday, uh, Tuesday nights on free play, Friday nights, um, draws, and one, the last Friday is the bring your partner. Hmm. So um, I would just practice and he'd let me go up a little bit. Uh, Every other week I'd go up on an off day or something and just open up a table and practice and then in August, um, one of the locals, he was he had a home table and he said he was going to go to the tornado um, the uh, worlds and um, he was going to buy a table and he was selling his. And so I'm like, well, I'll buy it. So I did. So I bought his home model, um, but it's been updated with with rods and and um, new man, mm. new handles that had the wood handles. You know, it's a it's a storm, too. So um, that's in my garage, and um, I just started practicing, you know, come really probably, I I don't even think, you know, to be honest with you, I don't think I had a heater then, so I didn't in the winter, because, you know, we're in Ohio, it's cold, so I probably started practicing really um, uh, the following spring, but I did go to the TKO 2020 was my first tournament and, um, didn't have any partners. I was fortunate with Dusty Bamanek being here in Ohio and I roomed with her and my dear friend now, Lisa Tolley had fun, met a lot of people learned. I didn't, you know, we didn't have computers and just that whole process. So, um, that was my, my first tournament there for what, until, tornado championships in 21 because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 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 That really hurt. And Randy, to be honest with you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be 64 years old, you know, I'm to lose two years of foosball like that a year and a half that hurt. Yes. So uh, yeah. I understand. yeah. Oh yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So 
I well, just, um, you know, kind of stayed home like everybody else, listened to foosball, found foosball radio, <laughs> and um, found a lot of videos, found yep. inside foos, mm -hmm. and um, practiced. And then when started to come out uh, in uh, the, at the Worlds at 21. So then I went to Michigan in 21, and then in 22 and 23, I wanted to hit five five big tournaments. So I've nice. done five stops. So I, I hit the ground running really in 22. Nice. Hey, you know, just to reflect on the TKO of 2024, uh, looking at your uh, your wins that weekend, um, not the least of which was fourth place in women's open doubles with a really deep field. And then uh, you took uh, second place in women's expert doubles, uh, first place in women's expert singles, and uh, got the USTSO Women's D2 Championship, took first place in the D2 division. Wow. Wow. And did you won, you won expert mix, too, with Dustin, didn't you? No, we took second. 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 I'm sorry. So, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. no, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> second in expert women's doubles, second in expert mixed, uh, fourth in open women's singles, fourth in open women's doubles. Wow. And, and the... Yeah, mm -hmm. and the two first fights. Yeah, it's a lot of single digits. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. Yeah, finish. that. Yeah, and and as I was telling, you know, it's funny because uh, my goal, you know, some people they're like, oh, I'm gonna go and win, and you know, no, I don't set. I'm I'm not going to win. I'm going to work on certain certain parts of my game, and if I work if those parts come together, then the wins will come or the high finishes will come. The results right. will come. That's so, um, I, I was talking to Tom earlier today and I said, yes, I really, um, wanted to do well in singles. I'd never won expert women singles. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was a goal. I had never, um, well, I still haven't beaten Hannah. I, I lost to her in the winner's bracket, uh, but I did, I did beat two masters that I never beat before. Nice. Um, so in, in, uh, women's singles. So yeah, that was, um, singles is, I'm going to concentrate on that. Yes. Judy, you're, well, uh, you're, you're fierce. Yeah. And right now, Miss Judy, if I got to be honest with you, uh, the, and not to say anything disparaging about any female players, there have been great. I mean, Miss Cindy, you know, Moya, uh, I, I mean, Maggie, there have been great female players for years, and you can watch uh, Stacy Fowler, uh, Jessica Sanflabin, um, Liz Hill. Liz Hill, of course, can't forget Liz. I mean, there's a long list of tough female players. I, I feel like the female players now, uh, and all those ladies included, but now it's like it's even worse. You know they're they're so tough. They're because yeah. they're 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 being they're being competitive in the men's events. Mm -hmm. You have more ladies now that have pro points in the men's, uh, you know, and 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 traditional points than ever. Um, you know, and to be to be competitive and and like I, listen, I, 
I go to some of these tournaments. I don't think I could win women's singles or doubles. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, likewise for, for you, yeah, for you, for you to have finishes like that and only having been competitive for a few years is, you know, it really just uh, it says a lot about your, you know, about your discipline, resolve, your practice. So, so how much do you play every day? You touch your table every day, or do you just play your locals and get a little practice in, or what? Like, what's what's your routine like? Well, um, I'm. One thing specifically on my routine is when I go to a tournament, if I go to a five-day tournament, I don't touch the table for five days once I get home. Hmm. And on top of that, you mean if, after? Not, after, yeah, once okay. I get home from okay. the tournament. Right, right. Okay. Play for five days, take five days off. Days off, okay. On top of that, now with Inside Foos, if I edit for five days or seven days, I don't, you know, and that's what's happened. So, uh, you know, really is I'll go to TKO, I'll play for five days, I'll come home, edit for five days, then I take 10 days off. Man. Oh, wow. wow. I have to. I have to be, you know, because it's just too much. I don't want it to dominate my life that, mm. because when I edit, I edit you know, 14 hours a day. That's I mean, crazy. It, yeah. it is oh. insane. It is insane. So yeah, it's like, I, I have to, I have to take a break. I, you know, I took after worlds, I took um, almost six weeks off and it was funny because I came back and um, there's a local promoter who just has a tournament once a month. And I was really I was really out of shape. I hadn't touched table for six weeks, but mm. I wanted to go. And I was, I was there and, and one of the guys, he's, he comes up to me, he goes, well, I can tell you that six weeks off hasn't done you any good. And I was like, oh, I was just like, oh, just wait, just wait <laughs> this week's off. This is, I now that's just another chip on my shoulder. When somebody says something like that to mm -hmm. me, you know, you don't, you know, no, I needed that time off. Yeah, because you got to make yourself hungry. You know, if not, you'll get burned out. I don't want to oh, get yeah. burned out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what about like like pre-tournament? What's your routine like pre-tournament? Um, well, we, we have a good local scene. So we'll have um, uh, we have a gentleman who has us over on Thursday nights. And that is some really uh, good practice. It's generally with like Dustin, Danny. Uh, Bob Hamilton, um, uh, Biney every once in a while. So it's all nice. real solid play. Rick Pomeroy. So it's really solid play. Uh, that's on Thursday nights. And then Friday will be a monster or um, a pro-am at, uh, at the bowling alley. And then um, the bring at this one gentleman's house. And that's, that's a really strong turnout there. So three times they, a week we yeah we we get the play in so um but yes i spent a lot of time um like this winter when when we weren't doing anything i re-watched all of unreal foos's videos i think really? he's got 46 oh, uh, of them ooh. zeke yeah yeah zeke. he's got yeah. the tutorials yeah yeah yeah. And then I and then I uh, moved on to Ryan Napton, you know, and I just started ro shooting a rollover a month ago, a month before I went to um, TKM. 
I'm a, I was a push shooter last year. So, but I want to learn this rollover and I kind of, I kind of played with it a little bit, but then, um, I messed up my wrist because I didn't have anything on it, you know, so you get, mm. you know, you, it, it was not, it was not pretty. <laughs> so I let that heal. So then, um, I was back to that. So I practice a lot, uh, sh- learning the rollover right now. Got it. That's the mm-hmm. focus right now. You were hitting that. You were hitting that push side pretty good. So, uh, you know, it lo- it looks like the work's been paying off. Um, but so, I, if I could just get into uh, something you said earlier about uh, Hannah specifically, right? You've never beat Hannah. So, um, going into a match against a caliber of player like Hannah, right? Because this this is like the kind of conversations I like to have with football players. Like, what's your what's your mindset going into a match like that because i know like for me specifically you know when you start going deep into these open brackets and playing these high caliber players obviously you know they have a plan and and you try to obviously do the same so what's your mindset playing a player like hannah trying to you know trying to pull out a win against somebody like that my mindset was put her in the loser's bracket (laughs) that's all i I, and you know, and I told Tom, I said, this championship format, you know, for us lower ranked players, it's like, I'm not going to get to the final. My final is putting a master in the losers, you know, there you go. And so I was focused on, I knew based on, you know, kind of the seating and everything that I was, there's a good chance that I was going to get. Sullivan, I was going to get Hannah, I was going to get Maggie, you know, probably be, you know, in, in the seeds that way, or Tracy Brubaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I just, you know, I, I, I worked on my game and, and fortunately, I played them. Mm-hmm. So I played Hannah two or three times. I played Sullivan, I think the first time was maybe at the tornado championships in 21 and i think i got you know oh and one so Mm. you know and the next time i played her was um i got two and one you know two more goals you know it was like okay you know i'm I'm getting somewhere um so that that's been the the big thing and to be honest with you one of my best matches i ever played was up in michigan against dusty and women's singles so i've been concentrating on singles because i've really worked on my two bar um, so it's just, I was just ready to go, you know, my five bar, I, I know what I want to do on my five bar, my rollover, I was setting it offset, you know, a dot going push side, nobody could stop that. I knew that, you know, if I could get some blocks, score from the back and just not, you know, I'm not nervous because me personally, I only get nervous when I look at the person across the table and think I should win, mm. which is silly. You know, that's just, that's just, that's yep. just overconfidence. And then the next thing you know, you got butterflies in your stomach and, and, you know, things are going the wrong way. Mm. So when I'm playing the caliber and playing up against, you know, the best women in the, in the, really almost in the world, and really? in the world for tornado players they're the best women in the world yep Legit. exactly yep exactly so yeah i mean um that's that's i'm i'm comfortable doing that mm-hmm. because i play forward here and 
you know, I have no problem playing against Steve Biney. You know, I'll I'll give him my best five bar. I'll Love try it. to block his five bar. You know, that's a, that's the beauty of what we have in Columbus is we've got a really solid solid group of players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I feel you know like most most player groups you're only as good as your weakest player, right? Yeah. And and I know for a long time you know, uh, 80s, 90s, whatever. I didn't start playing foosball till around 2000, but, you know, a lot of a lot of player bases wouldn't build up players, right? They, they, they don't want to teach you. They keep secrets where now I feel like it's a little different. It is. But, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm under the impression that, I, you know, I'll show anybody anything. I want you to get better. If you get better, I get better. So, uh, you know, and you see these strong bases starting to come up and you see their rookies improving, turning to amateurs, turning to experts. And, and I know you guys specifically, you know, you guys have a really strong, you have a strong base. I mean, Steve Biney, you know, he's, he's a Hall of Fame player. Yeah. Steve Biney's yeah. a great player. Mark, Mark Vanetti's solid pro. Uh, you guys have a ton of really great extra play. I know Dustin, I checked. I, he just got bumped up to pro and doubles. So Did congratulations yep. to Dustin if he's listening. Yeah, he yeah. got his pro points. So, you know, just another pro player. Of course, Dusty. Dusty's, you know, she's been oh, around forever. Great, fierce. great player. Um, so, you know, having that level of player to compete against, you know, three days a week, you're going to you're going to improve. And that so. bring that brings up a question actually. Uh, when it comes to your game Judy and how you design your game, who's had the most influence on let's say your your shots and your passing? Who do you, who you uh, who do you emulate most? Oh boy. Um, when it comes to my passing, you know, Tom, to be honest with you, I'm a little unorthodox because mm. I just played against Kenneth Dale, he's in Columbus. So I played oh. against him a week ago. Oh. And and um, he says he after the match, I lost, we lost. Mm -hmm. And after the match, he came up to me, he goes, you know what? He goes, you did seven different variety of passes to the lane. Seven. And he goes, he goes, I, I just, you did a stick, you did a bump, you did a high lane, you did a brush, you did a runner. And it's like, I don't know. I just, I watch people and I, I just, what I don't, I never started off with, okay, I'm going to do a, a brush series or mm -hmm. I'm going to do a six series and I'm going to do lane. I'm going to do a wall. I'm going to do a high lane. I started off by saying, okay, here is a hole. How can I get that ball through that hole? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do okay. chips. I my bump pass. Everybody, you know, it's it's one of the hardest bump passes, male or female. I'll do it from a back pin on and and take it and bump it. And everybody's like, "What did you just do?" I don't even. I, I that was so fast. <laughs> I don't know what you did, but it was just something that I don't know. I picked up somewhere, and. You know, you just you watch that and you go, oh wow, that's a really nice thing. Let me try that. Okay. It works. So yeah, it works. Yeah. 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 So that's you know really it's a it's really everybody's five bar. I mean, anytime I see and then all of a sudden I saw you know somebody kind of doing a, a what now you want to call a high lane where you're hitting it with your your second man, but you've got to take your 
the rod up to catch it because it's not it's mm. not you know it's in that lane but it's high so mm. yeah it's just i don't know i have fun i'm i that is the one thing that i think you can have endless creativity on is your five bar mm. got it got it so yeah and and really on my on my three bar um i i just I, I I was a pole shooter, and then I, I got a hitch, and I stubbed it, and that was not working, and and I that really happened during the pandemic because I quit, you know, we quit playing, sure. and I lost the stroke. You that's a pull shot. You have to have the stroke. Either you have it or you don't. And you've got um, so I kind of lost it. Got to warm it up. You know, it's got to be uh, you yeah. Just get yeah. On the table so then I work. went to a push shot. I shot a push shot, and um, now I'm on to the rollover. Mm. So a little bit of everything. Exciting. Mm. So let me let me ask you a question, and I, I like to ask players that were around in the TS days, and it's just for my own, I guess, kind of uh, curiosity and maybe to pick a fight and start some trouble. I don't know. <laughs> but so you played, you played on TS, right? You saw those guys and, and ladies, and some people say – they were, you know, they were the best and blah, blah, blah. And then, but in reality, you know, those TS players, you know, I'm sure they could compete with the best today, but in reality, how do they compare to the best tornado players now, in your opinion, in your opinion? You know, <laughs> um, I really don't remember a lot. I mean, it's that's funny, you know. I mean, you're talking 45 years ago, you know, 40 mm -hmm. years ago. I mean, I remember going to the tournaments. I remember watching these. I don't have that. I don't have that recall. Mm. Of, man, I, 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 some people I remember their shots and just go, man, that guy had a great pull shot. Like mm -hmm. I know Frankie Garbolio, he had a great pull shot. Mm -hmm. You know, our locals, Perry Case had a great pull shot. Um, I think had had those players had a tornado, they would have been just as effective, I believe. Mm. As because I'm telling you, those tables were just nothing compared to a tornado. You know, no. uh, screwed yeah, no. through a man that got broken all the time, and a small foot, and you know, they they were just not the quality of tables. So. Um, I will say because of the enthusiasm of what it took, you have the enthusiasm of what Billy Pappas spent on the table, Terry Moore spent on the table, Johnny Horton spent on the table, mm. Tony Spriedemann has spent on the table. You had all that, Tom Spear. You had the same amount of players, if not more, spending that amount of intensity into their game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they had the intellect, they had the drive, they had the physicality to be able to do things on the table. So I think that, that they, I think that would have been toe to toe. Okay. Well, and, and the sample size of player, you know, even though TS was only around for a few years, as opposed to tornado, tornadoes been, you know, I mean, 40 years or however, you know, the late eighties, a long uh, time, you know? Yeah. I mean, pushing, pushing 40 years, but you know, 
the sample size of players probably, you know, you can't compare the the amount of players they were getting at those TS tournaments compared to what they're getting on Tornado now. But, you know, I, I feel like if the money was there with Tornado like it was with TS, I think people would be surprised at what they would actually see on the table you know like i i think about like billy if billy was motivated what we'd actually see billy do mm. you know even to, even tony if if the money was there what would we see i mean tony you know tony there was like a 18 month or you know tw- it was like two years where tony didn't lose a match in singles and that was you know i mean if there was if there was actual money in foosball you know who you know what how many tonys would there be how many billies would there be you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's it's just this is the stuff i think about and and you know maybe i'm a little warped but um i i mean i i love foosball i do i enjoy it it's one of my favorite things so uh, you know talking about it playing it i mean miss judy i touch my table every day so you know you said you said you come home for a tournament and you don't play for five days if it's a five-day tournament i i i usually come home and i have to touch my table the next day so i have a i think i have a problem so (laughs) (laughs) you you just but you know what you do you do other things see you touch your table for me i would be out there if i let myself i'd be because i'm retired i'd be Uh, out there for another eight hours that is you know yeah i can't can't do that that's a good point but you know the other thing is if you want you can use the the sport analogy as you know is is would would John McEnroe be able to hang with with Djokovic today? Would Martina be able to play with Serena? Mm. You know, you can do all the, you of know, course, course. would Jack Nicholas, what would Nicholas be against uh, against I, I Tiger guess. Woods? Yeah. 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 Yep. So, LeBron, LeBron and Jordan. Yep. Uh, you know, yeah. Wayne Gretzky yeah. and and uh, you know, it's yeah of course i understand no i completely understand it's just you know um it's sometimes look if i could just be honest with you sometimes it just bothers me like i i get i get upset when people you know try to make comparisons and argue and and it's like you know i feel like we're beating a dead horse because you know i mean we're never gonna know it's It's never gonna happen we're never gonna find out so it's just it's just it's it's a matter of opinion you know like well, what do you prefer? What do you think is better? It's fun. Uh, you to know. Th- it's fun to think about, right? As long uh, as yeah. You, as long as you don't uh, color your judgment because of it, because no, there are great players no. in every in every era, and absolutely, and they're great because of what Judy was just saying. You know, they're putting the time on the table. They're they're dedicated. They're hungry. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Think about what we saw at TKO with Ryan Moore. Mm. Now, so many times in the in the recent past, I've seen. Ryan finished, you know, 10th place in open, mm. right? But suddenly, you know, at uh, TKO, he was just on his game, man, just top, top notch and took out, you know, Tommy, Tommy Yor relatively handily with his two rod. And and that's what I mean. When you've got somebody like a Ryan who's or a Billy or like, like I said, anybody at that level who's motivated, what are they capable of? Mm-hmm. You know, and and what what is it that motivates these guys? Is it is it winning? Right. Is it the the prestige of the title? Is it the money, you know, or like, is it, 
you know what? I just, I feel like winning today, you know, like did Ryan wake up on Saturday and just decide he was going to win singles? You know what I mean? It's like Who knows? what goes through their mind. That's, I, you know, and this is the kind of stuff that I'm curious about. As far as the debate, look, I love having debates and we can talk and, and, and I, you know, I don't want to argue and I, I definitely don't want to fight. I'm too old to roll around <laughs> on the floor with another man, but I'm saying it, you know, the, like, Somebody like you who played then, I would, you know, I love having these types of discussions and, yeah. and I wasn't there. So I, you know, I don't know, but you know, Kevin Scousis bought a, a Brown top TS at a yard sale for 75 bucks. Uh, this is 15 years ago or something. I went with him, picked it up, put it at his house. And I played on that thing a bunch with him and that table sucked. If I'm being honest, it just sucked. I hated that table, <laughs> but it was, it was, was a, it a butcher block? was it a butcher block with the four or was it like the, um, you know, the European legs, or was it the four by four butcher block? Uh, it was not a four by four. Mm. Oh, because I had that. Yeah, then it wasn't a tournament table. No, it so, was but, not a No, ma'am, it was yeah, not a tournament well, table. No. Yeah, I tell you, I did like the brown top. And you hear people say, you know, because I loved a back pin. I'd go dead bar both ways on a back pin, you know. Mm. Um, and um, banking with the ramps and everything. Oh, yeah. But, I'm not, I mean, I, I, I'm with you. They want to argue about the size of the goal and this and that. That Whatever. makes no, that's, yeah, that, that doesn't matter to me. Whatever. I just think that in general, at, at, in any athletic sport, um, it's, it's hard to say, you know. Who would do what? Yeah, who, who would do what? But I will say that I, People really don't understand the volume of players that played mm. and the fun. And I mean, when when you're 17 years old and you're like, Mom, can I borrow the car? I'm going to Minneapolis, <laughs> you know, and and you are driving with four or five of your other girlfriends. You're going to Minneapolis to, to super singles. You know, and it's just you're 17 years old. You're getting a hotel room. I mean, dude, you can't do that now. You wouldn't want your 17 year old doing that. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was just so much fun back then. Well, it, um, it was, a, yeah, it was a different time. Yeah, I mean, yes, it was. Case in point, you've got uh, foosball families now, uh, including the Ruse and the Dijons and uh, and the Balcos. I mean, they're families that are going to these tournaments together. So. Mm. The idea of getting in the car at the age of seventeen and driving across uh, across the state to uh, to with with a bunch of friends, eh, not as not as likely to happen these days. It's some somehow it seems. Yeah. Here's a here's a quick speculation from Drifter Radio. Uh, he wants to know: fourteen uh, year old Dijon versus a fourteen year old Todd Lafredo, who wins? Judy, you want that one? Geez, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably say Sammy because I don't know when Todd started and how, how much he played. I, I don't know. I mean, I think that it's, you know, for me, I, I've i seen Sam as a as a, a young, what, eight-year-old yeah. on the boy, table? As a boy, a child, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, right. I don't know when Todd started. Certainly Sam started then. So Sam probably at, at 14 had probably already had three or four years he on was, the table over Todd. Yeah, and I was, could be wrong. Well, you know, was, I don't know. When did, Sam when did Todd a, start? Well, Sam was already a pro at 14. So, yeah. oh, 
and uh, about to uh, well, about to go um, pro master probably within the next year or so. Um, oh, there you go. And, and he's only yeah. what? He's yeah. going to be 16 in April. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, you know, that's what I mean. You're comparing you're comparing apples to oranges. You know, one one thing I'll say is, you know, the, the players, the TS players, the Dynamo players, the early Tornado players, you know, I have the utmost respect for them. You know, if, if, if you win at any level on any table, you know, again, you're doing what it takes to win. Like you said, Miss Judy, you know, they were dedicated. Uh, they had the ability, they were putting the time in, you know, if you're doing what it takes to win at a high level, it doesn't, you know, you have to respect that level of player. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and there were players then who transitioned into tornado and were successful. Todd, Tom Spear, um, uh, oh goodness. I think Cindy was a TS player. Mike Mike Bowers. Yes. Um, I, Cindy. I now again. I don't. She um, be... won her, her first big one. I think in '82. So it might have yeah, been. Yeah, oh, was it? Just okay. after... was a, I think she was a. I think she was Dynamo when she started. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you know, again, she, you know, she's another one, right? She's been winning through for years. <laughs> Decades. decades yeah decades decades so you know and she's still relevant so mm -hmm. uh you know and and it's like oh let's compare let's compare cindy in 82 to cindy in you know 2022 uh you know who wins it's you know you're comparing apples to oranges so um you know all, all i know is i i feel like foosball right now um i think it's in a good place i mm -hmm. think um you know i think the players, I mean, some of the stuff these guys are doing and some of these ladies are doing is, is mind blowing. Um, you know, I think, uh, the changes that are being done to the tour, I feel like they're positive. I mean, what, so you said, you know, even the championship format, you, you like the championship format. You think it's, it's good. I do. Um, one thing, um, in singles, we played two out of three and that was because we were first up women's women open singles i think was the first yeah. of the championship mm. yeah. am i right about that i it was early in the weekend yes ma'am yeah yeah and then but and then in women's open doubles we did play three out of three five out of, three out of five yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and so and i think she switched that so um you know i talked to hannah i talked to uh isabel and I think, you know, they were, they were nervous. They were apprehensive about it, you know, because it was like, sure. you know, you can, and especially with two out of three. And I've heard that from Midori, you know, all of them, all of the world champions. And, you know, Randy, you say that every woman almost that's in open women's singles is a, either a world cup team member mm -hmm. or B a hall of fame Mm -hmm. member or see a multi world champion. I mean, yes. that's just the way it is. You know, that's how strong the women's field is right now. It's deep, very deep. Oh yeah. yes, ma'am. Yeah, absolutely. So with, um, I mean, it did work out the number one seed won with Hannah. She beat the number two seed, mm. the number three seed. I don't think was Isabel, but she took third I don't know who was three. Maggie might have been number three. Um, Maggie or Tracy, I think. Yeah, Maggie or Tracy. That would make sense. 
Um, so, but, um, yeah, I liked it. Um, I think that, um, I was telling Tom that, you know, that was the first time I'd ever sat and watched an opens final. Yep. Mm-hmm. A men's open singles final. Because normally I'm playing, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. I mean, you know, I enter every event I can. I've, I've got to start cutting back because I get exhausted. But, yeah. you know, um, but um, so, yeah, I got to sit and watch. And that was that was really that I really enjoyed that. And I think that 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 that's something that. um Obviously, looking at the television side of it, the sponsor side of it, Media. but I think for the players, it's a good side. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Having having the winners bracket timed, I think, is awesome. I yeah. really do. I think it's great. Yeah. And I know that that um, you know, yes, there have been players that, by golly, you know, one of the one of the young and. I, I, I nicknamed him Scoops because he gets two scoops of ice cream. <laughs> you know, he always double dips. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have to learn, you know, I can't, I can't, you know, and pro singles, pro doubles, open singles, open doubles. I can't afford, you know, to go into the losers yep. if I want to win it. Yep. No, can't you do just, it. you just got, you got to play good foos. I mean, look. And and this is one of the reasons why I'm really glad that they're changing. So, from my understanding, women's events are going to be three out of five. Pro events are going to be three out of five. And, of course, open events are going to be three out of five. And like you said, you know, two out of three is tough. Mm-hmm. And um, Chris and I, we, we got into a jam with Maggie and Tracy Brubaker in open doubles. They beat us the first two games. Now, you know, thankfully, open doubles, right? So, we, yeah. we, we you know, we adjusted we switched we came back and we beat him now pro doubles right if it was two out of three we're done we're in the losers now right and it's so like they didn't play they didn't adjust that i was thinking that they no they did not adjust that pro doubles it, it was no, they only did. Two no no they, no they did pro doubles was three out of five Mm, pro doubles okay. was three out of five in the winner's bracket. So pro singles was two out of three and pro singles was early in the weekend, just like women's okay. singles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pro pro yeah. singles was two out of three. So, uh, but going forward, it's my understanding that the women's events, right. the women's right. open doubles and singles, pro doubles and singles and open doubles and singles are going to be three out of five championship format. So, and um, two out of I, three I in the losers, great. two out of three in the losers. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I like. I think it's great. I like. I it. think it's great. Yeah, it's, I'm a fan. Yeah. I it's am. A, it's a nice change. It's uh, it's an experiment at first, and I, I think Judy and I, you, you and I earlier made the point that um, this was good to do in the TKO because it's not a major necessarily. It's a state a state championship. It's a good place to 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 use as a laboratory for for this mm-hmm. kind of change. So, um, and those who did show up and, and play in this, I, you know, I think it's like a 50, 50 break at this point as to who did and, and who didn't like it necessarily, but I think it's going to happen again. Oh yeah. Uh, from my understanding, hall of fame, they're doing it. Uh, women's events, pro events and open events are going to run championship format again. Good. So they're going to do some tweaks. They're going to do some tweaks. You know, Mm -hmm. they're going to take what they learned at the kickoff and roll it into the Hall of Fame. And I would not be surprised if by the end of this tour season, 
everything was running championship format. There you go. Wow. So, Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It, this it, is historic, really. You know, this, this is the first yeah. time this kind of change has really taken place in a long time uh, to, mm. to, to, you know, uh, major formats uh, when mm. it comes to the, the bigger tournaments. Uh, which I think is well. It's fun to step back and watch the uh, watch the the fireworks. Um, yeah. So before we run out of time here, Judy, we got to talk about the Arnold. Absolutely. Oh, we do. We yeah. do. Yep. So yep. Yep. What's uh, what's happening? Columbus Convention Center this next weekend, correct? Right. So, Randy, what do you know about the Arnold? You know much? Um, I think you guys are going into your sixth year, correct? Yeah, they ha- yes, but they had one year that they did not hold the Arnold okay. at, in 2021. Mm. 2021. Why not? COVID. COVID. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I've yeah. I've yeah. I've wanted to go. So I'm gonna tell you what. The first time I saw something with the Arnold and I laughed was there was a guy wearing an Arnold DYP jacket and I thought it was hysterical <laughs> because you usually don't see people getting jackets for DYPs, but um, I'm a fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger ever since I was a kid. Sure. I'm, I'm a fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger and I've known about the Arnold classic for years and years and years. Um, not that I'm a bodybuilder in any way, shape or form. Uh, obviously people who know me know I'm not so, but, <laughs> but I do remember the first year they had it and I didn't, I wasn't sure if it was just like a one-off or just kind of something they were doing. And now I see that it's slowly building and it's definitely a tournament that I want to make it to for mm-hmm. sure. I yep. want to get to the Arnold. So if you can get there, uh, listeners, if you can make it, it's definitely one you need to hit. I know Arnold pops in every time i've seen pictures of him at every single one it's a great event uh the promoters do a wonderful job obviously it's it's um i mean it's foosball but it's it's more than foosball everything there is wonderful um you know it i if i could like i said if i could make it i'd be there but i i will make it to one arnold for sure as mm-hmm. long as you guys are doing it i'm Ditto. gonna get to one so so Judy, yeah, tell, yeah, sure, tell sure. Us, Tell us about the Arnold. What's what's going on? Yeah, yeah. So the Arnold, um, yeah, back in uh, 2019, with the uh, the chair is Tim Literal and uh, Steve Biney and Dustin Bajas are the co-chairs, and the Arnold. It this is the 35th year of the Arnold Sports Festival. Wow. And Arnold. As everybody knows, Arnold Schwarzenegger, being the bodybuilder, he came to Columbus in the 70s, competed in Mr. World and and the bodybuilding, and um, he loved it, and he told the promoter he wanted to come back after he was, you know, competing in, in bodybuilding and start a sports festival. And he did. So it was back in, uh, I think it was 89 was his first one. And so um, it's big. It is in the convention center, which is, I think, a million and a half square feet. Mm. There's um, 80 different sports. There's, repres- wow. uh, I, I'd say, um, 80 different countries. Wow. There's 15,000 athletes. 100,000 uh, spectators. It is, you know, this is this is his first um, one that he ever had. He has now four more. Huh. You know, he wanted to be on five continents. So they're in South Africa. They're in South America. You know, these sports festivals. And, um, yeah, it's just great. So they got in in 2019 because they believe 
the um, Jim Lorimer, who is Arnold's partner, who started this, he wanted to have physical fitness, and especially for for children, because he was on the uh, presidential. Um, what was that? It was oh, when, the, he, when um, he was the governor of California. He was on. The, yeah. When the, the, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The he was on the president's presidential council of fitness under yeah. Bush. Right. Yeah, yeah. When he was the governor yeah. of California. Yeah. 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 Before he was governor. Yeah. Really? It was before he was governor. Yeah. Because okay. Lorimer was on it. And um, so then he said that he I, I just watched a video on him and he was talking about how Arnold went around to. 50 governors and was talking to all of them about physical fitness. And um, that's when he said, well, I can do what these 50 guys are doing. And so he decided to get into politics. Okay. So, so he got into politics, but um, yeah, so they, um, they try to add sports and um, three or four. So in 2019, Tom, you wouldn't believe it. They were all the local news stations were covering it, right? Okay. So they were just like, "What's going on?" And they follow, you know. Arnold has an entourage of probably six or eight handlers. You know, <laughs> he's like in a bubble walking through, and um, they'd always say, "Arnold, what's new this year?" And he'd always say, "Foosball," because he grew up in Austria playing foosball. foosball. So. Um, yeah, so he came in 2019 and played against Tim, um, signed a table. They gave him, Tim gave him a, um, um, a veteran's coin because Tim is a veteran. Thank you for your service, Tim. Mm -hmm. And, and then, uh, Arnold gave him one of his governor's coins. So they have a poster, they had some pictures, you know, and, and of course the news media was following him in. And um, so that was 2019, 2020 with COVID. We were, the, I think, you know, they always talk about, oh, you remember the Dallas Mavericks basketball game where they canceled it before the teams came out, you know, because of COVID. Well, Arnold, um, the Arnold was canceled for spectators. It was only athletes and no international athletes. Okay. And that was in the beginning of March. So they did have foosball tournament. I did not go, but they did have a foosball tournament. 21, they did not hold the Arnold at all due mm. the, to the pandemic. And then um, 22, 20, so I went to the 22 and 23. So it's... Um, I think it's well received where they have a great room. You literally have to walk by the foosball room to go down the escalators to the main floor. Cool. And it is just massive people. Uh, last year, Tony was there and, and Tony, uh, they have at one. So in 22, when I was there, we had like two tables that people would, you know, kids would walk over and play. Well, Tony gets out there, and now there's eight tables of kids playing, and he's just walking around and just playing. And it was just he was just a great ambassador, and um, so it was very it was very fun to see that, um, you know. And all those kids, you you talk to their parents, they know what this is. Oh yeah, we have a we have a little you know table at home, or yeah, they go to their friend's house. These kids, they play foosball. Mm -hmm. You know, they they know what it is. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, so the, the tournament this year, 
It, it kicks off Friday uh, with the DYP, and we have Goalie Wars, and then we have a monster. And um, so the monster, I think, that'll probably be about 50 people, I'd say, for a okay. Friday night monster. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, and then and then Saturday is the open um, open day. So everything runs out that day. So if you just wanted to come up and go go to the monster, you're gonna get your nothing carries over to the next day. Gotcha. So Saturday is open singles and open doubles. Um, that is um, it's a seated tournament, and um, we've got some. Obviously, Steve Biney will be there. Um, I don't know if you know it, but Cody Byrie is now a Columbus, Ohio resident. Yes, ma'am. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. So we're happy to have Cody here. Kenneth Dale, he's been in town. He's staying up at at Tim's place. Um, So Kenneth will be there. And I'm thinking, oh, and Blake. I think Blake is coming in town. Really? I heard Blake was going to be there, yeah. Huh. Yeah, because his his buddy Scott Watley from um, his childhood days, and then Scott's now – in Texas, but he works here in Columbus. So he's been here for, oh, probably going on a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, that is, that's going to be Saturday. Arnold will be around on Saturday. So hopefully, um, you know, that's the day we'll, to go. We'll, yeah, we'll be good to go with him. And then Sunday, we have uh, amateur singles and amateur doubles. And then a, a late night, you know, DYP if we still have time. So nice. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's uh, it, it's this kind of tradition. Uh, you know, you build it from the ground up, and and obviously it's just getting better and better every year. Uh, and, and of course, with a name recognition like Arnold, why wouldn't we hitch our wagon to that? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it, I. You, He's he's someone, especially in Columbus, in Ohio, um, and really last year Teddy came down uh, from Wisconsin. I mean, we're gonna have Indiana, we'll have Illinois in the house, we'll have Kentucky in the house, we'll have um, cool. Dobbin Marion came from from where's he from Virginia? I don't know if he'll be back. Um, so we'll we'll have a good we'll have a good turnout, and. Um, Jackets to winners. Jackets. Everybody's going to get a jacket. Monster nice. Friday night monster DYP jacket, baby. <laughs> no, they, I, no, no jacket there. Just, oh. just the. Come on. I think that was the, that was the inaugural uh, yeah, year, the I think. Year. That was the first Yeah, year. I think, okay. Tim. Yeah, because, because actually Tim gave me a jacket because I, the first year in 2019, I worked the kids expo. I didn't even go to the main uh, event and he gave me a jacket as a thank you for um and so but i didn't it's blank on the back mm. yeah to be okay. to to be determined yeah. there you go there you go so so what's what's the rest of the year looking like for you for for foosball miss judy what are you hitting this year oh wow so after the arnold come back and uh Get some table time. Head to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Last year went to Wisconsin. Great people. Oh, I love I love Wisconsin. Um, from Wisconsin, then to Vegas in April. Okay. Oh, you're getting it in. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, 
last the two the past two years I have done Texas State, but I don't think that's in the budget since I'm going to Vegas. Mm. Um, do you know? So then probably you never know. I might squeeze something in, GDM. but if nothing. Quick question for you. Do you do you know anything about the ITSF uh, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth competition that's happening? Uh, I believe it's coming up in uh, in May. It's Memorial Day, Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend. I know. What is that? I know nothing. Okay. Yeah. I have no idea. Huh. Yeah, we, no one seems to know exactly why it's an ITSF uh, event called the World Series uh, of Tornado. Yeah. Again, I was supposed to make a call this week, but I, I got two houses closing and I got a day job and I didn't have a chance. But oh, yeah. I, I'm going to call the horse and get it straight from his mouth. This, <laughs> hopefully this week I'll have a couple minutes, but I know it's going to be longer than a couple minute conversation. But I'm going to I'm going right. to try to get some some information for everybody and find out exactly what's going on. So I know a flyer was supposed to be out, but I haven't I haven't seen one. I haven't I seen it either. Else has seen yeah. 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 So but so so you got four before oh uh, no i got another one i forgot now i know why i'm not going to texas i'm going to minneapolis oh oh from mrs minnesota state yeah wow minnesota state so you got five before the first half of the year yeah you're you're a busy foozer i guess so yeah yeah so So, yeah i'm excited about um excited about minneapolis i have family up there and um um I know that there'll be a lot of Wisconsin, Minnesota players that I've met because then in the fall, I do um, tornado championships and I back that up with Michigan. Nice. Cool. Because Michigan's a great. So. Wow. Yeah. You're you're hitting it hard this year, Miss Judy. That's awesome. Yep. 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 We'll see. And then, you know. See what, see how it goes. Tom said, "Well, where do you see yourself in five years?" He asked me that earlier. I'm like, "Geez, I just hope I'm, you know, walking in five years." But <laughs> me too. Uh, yeah, that's what I tell my wife. I don't know if I'm waking up tomorrow. So above ground, I'll, I'll take above yeah, ground. Whatever, you know. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well, listen, Miss Judy, you, you know, you've, uh, you've been. You've been playing great, getting results, and and uh, I always enjoy seeing you at these things. You're one of my favorite people to see, and and um, you know I look forward to seeing you out on tour uh, this year. And I really appreciate you coming on, and of course I appreciate you being a Patreon and supporting mm-hmm. uh, Foos Talk Live. And uh, I just I just want to say thank you for taking the time to come on and talk to us tonight. I've really I've really enjoyed myself. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. I, I enjoyed uh, our little bit of battle we had there and uh, at the TKO. <laughs> Although I, I, I didn't have much, I didn't have much left in the tank, but but it was fun. It was Sun- you know, Sunday nights. Yeah, are tough. yeah. Sunday nights are top. Wait till yeah. next time. Yeah. Next time you got her. Yeah. Forget it, Randy. Yeah. You're done. You're done. Yeah. She knows. She knows what and you're doing now. Randy. Get- Come on up. You love to drive. Drive on up. You can you can crash on the sofa here. Somebody will have a place for you. I mean, yeah, you'd love you. And, you know, surprisingly, we do get a lot of players who come through Columbus mm-hmm. for yeah, one reason or another. You know, no, I, so I, you. I just I have this I have this problem. I have this I have this hundred and twenty five pound problem that I have to lug around and it's um, <laughs> my wife. That's, you know, oh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's the problem. So I'll edit that uh, part out, by the way. You don't have to edit out nothing. <laughs> listen, guy, you ain't got to edit nothing. No, listen, Miss Judy, look, if it was up to me, I would be at all of them. Mm-hmm. I would be. Yeah, sure. You know? Sure. But, uh, sure. you know, so that's the one thing that's nice about living down south is, that you know, I can drive six hours and be at a tour. So I'm going to be in, in Mississippi next next month for the five grander they're having. It's three hours from my house. So, uh, you know, uh, it's it's it is nice to just get in the car and drive three hours and go play foosball. But uh, who's putting on that one? Uh, Shannon Coley. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. That's a yeah. fun case. Yeah, yep. It's gonna be a good. Yeah. Yep. You know, I look. I appreciate the invitation, and don't think that I won't. I won't take it up. I might. You know. Yeah, do absolutely. Look out. Door, so thank you. And because I mean, we'd love to. I know that Ohio had a, a state tournament before. I've I've heard, and you know, we'd love to get another one going. I I think that. That, that there's some people in the background trying to get a state of Ohio tournament going, Cool, you know, and, and start a, a hall of fame, you know, I mean, that's yeah. something Tom and I talked about, you know, where's the future of, of where would you like, what would you like to see improve? I'd like to see, you know, more, more States have tournaments because mm-hmm. there's time, you know, you can have you, if you have one and, and, in the northwest, you can have one in the northeast, southeast, southwest. I mean, you're going to get turnout. You know, mm-hmm. that's all there is to it. We now, just... you can't have, you know, you can't butt up against Illinois if you're in Indiana, you well, know, but. Of course. No, but, you know, yeah, I, think, so. I think with, you know, we're in the, with the Internet you know, people can get a hold of each other and communicate and work together and work it out. And, of course. you know, we can, we can make foosball work for everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's there's like like i was telling tom you know my my guys back home just had a little one day tournament yesterday and they had almost 40 players show up for two events that's great and and and, you know i mean it could have been it could have been 60 70 80 guys and you know it it could have been uh it, it could have been big. You know, the Northeast is star for foosball. Albany's doing their thing. New Hampshire's doing their thing. These guys are trying to do something in southeastern Massachusetts. 716. Buffalo. Buffalo's got something going on. Yep. New York City's got a, got a nice little scene. I mean, there could be a state tournament in the Northeast, and there could be 300 players there. Yep. Who knows? I mean, the Canadians could come down. Oh, it could be. In a, in a heartbeat. It could, it, yeah, it could be huge. It could be huge, yeah. but it's just a matter of somebody – stepping up and making it happen so finding a yeah place that's the hard it. part yeah 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 yep. it's, yeah. it's a it it's about a venue and it's about tables and of yeah. course it's about schedule so yeah those three yeah. three things once they're solved then yeah why not yeah yeah so so i appreciate i'm gonna i know that we could keep talking randy tom <laughs> and uh i'm i'm gonna put my foot down i'm gonna this will be my last statement okay okay Thank you so much for everything that you do because I value the hours that I've listened to almost every episode. And I get, you know, every time there's always something, whether it's I learn a new term about, you know, over executing or I hear somebody talk about what they did during a timeout or how they you know, made a switch, a defense to offense switch. There's always some, there's value in every episode. If you're, if you're wanting to learn and Mm. wanting to um, apply something that you've learned, I mean, you got, you got to be willing, you know, and um, it's just, your guests are fabulous. 
you know, Tom asked me, who, who do you want to, who, who would you like to hear from? It's like, oh my gosh, you know, I mean, <laughs> there's, there's been such a list of, you know, the who's who of foosball has, you know, already been on it, but it's time to cycle well, around almost. We've, we've, yeah. we've got a few yeah. left. We've got a few things up our sleeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Randy, yeah, I, yeah, I know you do. So I know, I, mean, I know. We can't say, so, but, um, but you know. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I really do appreciate everything that you guys do and the time that um, you dedicate to bringing us these podcasts. And um, I'll see you foozing. Yeah, absolutely. And once again, uh, if you're a Patreon member, you will hear Judy Schober on the Foosball Radio Patreon profile, the very first thereof. And if you are a Patreon member, you will also be featured on a Foosball Radio Patreon portrait or, or, or profile. We'll, we'll be, uh, be seeing to that very soon. Incidentally, uh, again, for Patreons, there is uh, an interview with Sam Dijon. Runs about 24 minutes, which is up there right now on your site. Uh, there will also be another uh, episode uh, of uh, for, for Patreons only with uh, Tommy Yore and the family Balcos. They're going up there too. So uh, we'll, we'll be hearing from them very soon. That's fantastic. Yeah. So hope you enjoy those. Uh, and those eventually will be released to the general public. But if you're a Patreon, you get, you get your first dibs on it. So that's right. Just saying. Um, so again, Judy, thank you so much for being with us. We're looking forward to uh, seeing you on the tour, getting out there and, and knocking them dead on the table. Just keep it up. And, and let's, uh, let's talk again soon. But thanks for tuning in to uh, episode 197 with Judy Schober on Foos Talk Live. Uh, stay tuned now because we've got a huge list tonight when it comes to the Foos Talk Live tournament beat. Foosball tournaments are everywhere. Foos Talk Live proudly presents a weekly update of events near you with the Foos Talk Live tournament beat. Here's what's up. Don't miss the 2024 Arnold Sports Festival $5,000 Foosball Championships. March 1st through the 3rd, Columbus Convention Center, Columbus, Ohio. It's the $4,000 Bonzini East Coast Foosball Championships. March 1st through the 3rd at Peabody's Nightclub, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Plan your vacation with the 2024 Costa Rica Summer Beach Tournament. March 7th through the 10th, Amapola Casino and Beach Hotel in Jaco, Costa Rica. Here comes the $5,000 Mississippi Open Championships. March 15th through the 17th at the Back Porch, Brandon, Mississippi. It's the 2024 Wisconsin State Championship, set for March 21st through the 24th at the Clarion Hotel in Appleton, Wisconsin. It's the Utah Foosball Bash, March 22nd through 24th at Murray Eagles, Salt Lake City, Utah. 518 Foosball presents the Mad March Smashdown, March 30th at Trick Shots Billiards and Wicked Eatery, Clifton Park, New York. Two Gun Productions presents the 2024 Oklahoma State Championship, April 4th through the 7th at Magoo's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The 2024 Canadian Foosball Tour continues with the Canadian Hall of Fame Open April 5th through the 7th. Tailgater Sports, Entertainment and Food, Ottawa, Canada. International Foosball Promotions presents the 2024 Hall of Fame Classic April 17th through the 21st at the Westgate Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's the $10,500 2024 Minnesota State Championships 
May 3rd through the 5th at the American Ham Lake, Minnesota. PDX Foosball presents Moneyball 2024. That's May 9th through the 12th at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Portland, Oregon. The ITSF proudly presents the World Series of Tornado 2024. May 24th through the 27th at the Westin Dallas-Fort Worth Airport, Dallas, Texas. The 2024 Illinois State Championships, June 7th through the 9th. Poplar Creek Bowl, Hoffman Estates, Illinois. International Foosball Promotions presents the 2024 National Championships and North American Cup. Scheduled for June 26th through the 30th. More details coming soon. The 2024 Tornado Championships officially on August 28th through September 2nd at the Clarion Hotel in Lexington, Kentucky. The 2024 Florida State Championship and Masters Open coming up September 26th through the 29th at Holiday Inn in Clearwater, Florida. Mark your calendar for the 2024 Michigan State Championships, October 11th through the 13th in Lansing, Michigan. More details coming soon. Two Gun Productions present the 2024 Halloween Open, October 31st through November 3rd at Magoo's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's the 2024 North Carolina State Championships, November 28th through December 1st at the Crown Plaza in Asheville, North Carolina. Each week, we do our best to give you the most up-to-date listing of foosball tournaments near you. If you have an event you'd like to add, send us all the details at info at foosballradio.com. Tune in every week for the Foos Talk Live Tournament Beat. Foos Talk Live is a product of Foosball Radio. With gratitude, we recognize our Foosball Radio Patreons, our Foos Talk Live sponsor, original-leonhart-usa.com. And thanks to Inside Foos for use of their audio during the show. Tune in again next week for another episode of Foos Talk Live. In the meantime, we'll see you at